Cape Talk. The Book Review. At 23 minutes past four o'clock, um, both the thriller and the different kind of novel today have um, a Scandinavian, um, not not themed to them, but they're set in Scandinavia. The thriller, the book that I got was called The Tunnel by Carl Johan Valgren, who is um, another in the ever-growing list of Scandinavian thriller writers being translated into English. And I read the first 20 or 30 pages and I thought, I really like this. And it introduced a new character to me, a private investigator called Danny Katz in Stockholm. And I thought, I want to read the the rest of it. I'm going to get the first one. And I found the first one on um, on Amazon and it was only $4. So I bought that and read that and now I've read both and enjoyed both of them. Uh, Danny Katz, he's of Finnish extraction, but he's living in Stockholm and he's Jewish. So he's a bit odd in, in that regard. And he had a troubled childhood. Um, he was in a reformatory. He was a drug addict. He was a thief. And then he got picked up by the military. He has a gift for languages. And uh, the military picked him up to do super secret translation work. Um, you know, Sweden, not that far away from Russia, having to keep an ear out for the communist big brother and all of that. And in the in the first book, he is accused of, um, he's accused of killing somebody that he didn't kill. And he has to link up with two people from his troubled past who were equally troubled. Um, One has gone on the straight and narrow and become a prosecutor in the Swedish um, prosecution service. And the other has remained troubled and is a professional thief. And the three of them work together to establish Danny Katz's innocence in this matter. And uh, then the second book is called The Tunnel. And, you know, it's, it's, it's got that wonderful atmosphere of Stockholm in the cold and sometimes the plotting's a little laborious um, sometimes you get a little more information than you need but generally it's lovely to have Danny Katz as the uh, as a sort of private eye central thriller characters to keep an eye out for in the future the first book is called The Boy in the Shadows and the second one the one that is in the bookshops at the moment is called The Tunnel and then the, the the second book, the novel, the non-thriller novel, is um, set in, in Finland and Lapland. It's called The Eye of the Reindeer, and it's by somebody whose first name and surname rhymes. I don't know how important that is to you. I thought it was quite sweet. Her name's Eva Weaver. Eva Weaver. And it is a, 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 a wonderfully mysterious story. Uh, just before her 13th birthday, one of the central characters, a young girl called Ritva, she's sent away to an island in the far north of Finland. It used to be a leper colony, but it's now home to hopeless cases. Women the doctors call mad. You're mad. Can't deal with you. We're going to send you off to Sally. She doesn't belong there. There's something in the family history that has caused her to be sent there. And then she spends a couple of winters there wanting to get away and then Marta arrives. Marta's headstrong and she becomes Ritva's only friend. And Marta is a Sami. She's from the very north of Finland, from Lapland. And she is the bearer of all the Sami legends and myths. And they decide to escape. Nobody's ever escaped from this terrible place before. And they decide to escape and they decide to head for the Sami part of Finland, for Lapland. And they, and they do. And the story is told from over sort of several time frames as they grow older and and as the novel moves so you understand more and more of what happened in the past it's not going to be for everybody because the pace it it does move quite slowly 
and some of the subjects that it tackles, uh, abuse, abandonment, betrayal, you might feel that that's a little heavy for you. But it's handled beautifully, and, and the, the way the narrative unfolds against this extraordinary, hostile, but beautiful environment in the north of Finland, that is managed extremely well. I'd not heard of Eva Weaver before picking up this book. I think it is her debut novel. Indeed, it is. No, no, her debut novel is called The Puppet Boy of Warsaw, which I certainly will now be looking for. But this one is called The Eye of the Reindeer by Eva Weaver. And then nonfiction, which um, I really, really, really enjoyed reading by Peter Conrad. And it's, it's a book called Mythomania, which is a collection of themed essays about modern culture. Many of these started out as BBC Radio 4 programs. And, and what Peter Conrad set out to do was to follow in the footsteps of Roland Barthes, who was the first great deconstructor of, of cultural symbols. His book Mythologies was published in 1957. And, and he mused with, with wit and with great intelligence and acuity about all sorts of things that were in consumer culture and, and what the hidden mythical meanings in them are. And so he, he does the same. Peter Conrad does the same. He brings us up to date. So he he inquires about laptops and selfies and S&M fiction and vampire movies and the Kardashians and the downfall of Oscar Pistorius and chicken-based restaurant chains. And he you know, wonders why... Um, why Apple, which is the symbol of technology, has as its symbol something which is so religious, so mythical. Apple, the fall of man, and all that sort of thing. And he unpacks hidden mythology, hidden symbolic history in these very contemporary products. Uh, he wonders, he, he has a lovely chapter on the cronut. And he looks at people queuing from seven in the morning outside the New York bakery of Dominic Ansel. And he writes, in an affluent society where we have too much of everything, it becomes modishly retro to be seen on a breadline like clients at a soup kitchen or a starving third world refugee. And he writes with immense wit and immense intelligence and charm about all of this. And then he finishes with uh, an essay on Roland Barthes himself and and his importance. Because what Barthes wanted to do, what Barthes said he wanted to do, was to liberate the coveted object and thereby destroy it. And Conrad makes the point, I think, very, uh, very persuasively that he didn't succeed in that because there are more myths than ever. Politics is a myth. Politics is conducted with the help of image consultants. It's religion. It's storytelling. Politics is about storytelling. It aims for narrative rather than elucidation. On social media, we've all become mythic versions of ourselves. Trolls are part of the language on social media. And it really is a marvellously elegant, intelligent exploration of modern life. It's called Mythomania, Tales of Our Times from Apple to Isis. And one of the most provocative things that he writes is that um, um, he compares Islamic State with the Church of Jedi. He says, we're dealing here with two religious or pseudo-religious groups that employ myth as a style or a lifestyle gesture. That is called Mythomania by Peter Conrad, Tales of Our Time from Apple to Isis. John